the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Well, this is us. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is the Mess It Up Podcast, and I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. Welcome once again to another show with us. We're glad to have you here. We hope that... um, If it's your first time that you enjoy it, tell some people about it. If you're a return listener, thanks for doing that. Uh, It's February 13th as this comes out, so that means tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Hopefully you're all caught up with your Valentine's Day stuff. Um, I'll talk a little bit about Valentine's Day later, tell you my thoughts on it. And, uh, but please don't use those thoughts uh, with your Valentine person because my thoughts might not wind up getting you in the best light with your, significant romantic other um but that's neither here nor there because you're you and i'm me i'm just glad that you're here if you want to send us a note you can reach us at um mess it up podcast.com that's our, our website you can email me at bowtie guy at mess it up podcast.com or you can send me uh, an email a text or a phone call on my own personal phone which is seven six zero six zero eight one nine Four two. Uh, the reason for that pause was nothing. I just had to had to swallow for a second there. Um, so there's no no nothing, you didn't miss anything. Seven six zero six zero eight one nine four two. That's my phone number. Send me a text or give me a call. Let me know what you think of the show. Give me your ideas. Uh, as I came into this show, I had to go find a new song of the week. I am officially out of songs of the week suggestions from you, the listeners. So. Counting on you to come in for me and uh, bring in some new Song of the Week suggestions, and that would really be great. I do have uh, a few more. We're, we're good through the middle of March on Word of the Weeks, and what the Word of the Week is is a great way for you to expand your vocabulary. We give you a word. You use it. You get 10 bonus points. It's as simple as that, and this week's word is pontificate, and that's expressing someone's feeling or your your opinions in a way that's annoying or pompous or dogmatic might be what this um, podcast is to some people. Me pontificating, um, I can't say one way or the other. Uh, I will not tell you you're wrong if that's your opinion, though, because you are entitled to that opinion. Uh, so anyhow, use pontificate in your sentences this week. Get yourself some bonus points. Spend them well, folks. Spend them wisely. Let people know you got those bonus points. Um, I've got some shirt ideas coming up that I'm going to be posting on our Instagram. So if you follow us on Instagram, we are Mess It Up Podcast on Instagram. Um, <clears throat> I'll have the shirt ideas. And those are shirts that will be available for purchase. And the money that uh, we raise from those shirts will go towards our building project, the Nehemiah Project. Uh, we just had a dumpster full of stuff get taken away this last week. And by dumpster full, I mean a dumpster that was 22 feet long, 10 feet wide, and eight feet tall. Uh, full, almost to the rim, like 75, 80% of that was to the rim. Uh, the rest of it was up about four feet tall with uh, drywall and stuff. I swept our building after we did a, a major portion of our demolition. I swept the floor literally for over two hours on Saturday, got myself a blister on my finger. Uh, and um, if you if you imagine one of those old 
metal trash cans like an Oscar the Grouch home type trash can is about a quarter full with dust. I'm not talking about sand and dirt and, and odds and ends and stuff like that. I'm talking about dust that full from our building. This building needs a lot of work. Um, is probably, I'm going to say it's anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds of dust that I swept up. Uh, but there's lots of work still to be going. If you look on the um, <clears throat> Messed Up Ministries Instagram account, you can see pictures from our rehab. We will be putting some on the website, so uh, we'll check that soon. But I, I, I can't validate that it's been there now because I haven't done it yet. So I know for sure right now it's not up there um, as I'm recording this. But uh, be checking for that and, and, and thanks for that. But anyhow, the t-shirts, that's... Um, that's something that you can do to um, support the ministry, and uh, we really appreciate that. So I'll have that new t-shirt design up for you. There's gonna be two new designs for purchase um, on the, the Mess It Up podcast website, as well as our Instagram. <clears throat> also, completely not related to this, I get nothing from this, but my friend Kyle Lowry, who's been on the show, is doing um, hat sales to uh, raise funds so he can get his next album out. And um, he's made these these hats <clears throat> that are pretty cool. And if you are interested in getting one of these cool uh, Lowry hats that uh, it, it's really cool, his ID, he got it from his, his brother, but they're called Put Them Up Hats. And um, uh, you can, can check out uh, Kyle, um, if you go to uh, just search Kyle Lowry on YouTube, um, and you can connect with him that way. Uh, he's trying to sell a hundred of them so that he can uh, get the music done. So I highly encourage you to do that. If you can't find him, contact me. I'll hook you up with Kyle. Uh, he is going to be on the show really soon with his new wife. They have an incredible mess to a message story that we'll be sharing. But um, we're supporting Kyle here by pushing those uh, put them up hats. So that's about all we got for the front of the show here. Let's go ahead and dive in. <clears throat> if you're American, and most of you are, not all of you, but most of you are, uh, you will know that uh, this last week was Super Bowl Sunday. Now, Super Bowl Sunday in America means that basically everybody stays in um, or, or goes to you know uh, a sports bar or something like that but there's watch parties everywhere and if you go we we always go to breakfast with my mother after church and when we when we went yesterday it was dead at Denny's I mean it was easy to find a seat at Denny's there was no waiting because most of America does something with the Super Bowl and a lot of it involves eating food um and yesterday i will say that um <laughs> the devil showed up at my door <laughs> right before i was getting ready to go to my friend's house to go watch the super bowl little girl in a green uniform with a little sash on it you might know the one there were some little badges on the sash came up with uh an order form for girl scout cookies <laughs> I saw her coming and I thought about closing the curtains and, and hiding, but I thought, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and answer the door. <clears throat> and I wound up with two boxes of Girl Scout cookies that I didn't need. And then my friend had Girl Scout cookies at his house and I ate more cookies. And it's 
difficult. And I asked the girl, I said, so Super Bowl Sunday, you're out selling cookies. Was that uh, was that on purpose? And she just looked at me, but I could tell by the look on her mom's face. Uh, mom had the, the wagon full of cookies down at the end of the driveway. I could tell this was an intentional attack on America on Super Bowl Sunday because they knew that snacks were a big part of the deal. And so I thought it was fun. I, you know, I, I said, you know, I put a post up on my Instagram. The devil was at the door and I answered. But it got me to thinking about how often do we answer the devil at our door? <clears throat> you know, we, I come into my house to stay safe, protected from the elements, from the heat during the summer, the cold during the winter, if it's raining or windy. I don't know, whatever it is. I come in the house to, to get away from that. And we can put locks on the doors, <clears throat> excuse me, and make ourselves feel safe. But the the best way to get into that house is the door. And I am the doormaster. I think about uh, uh, Ghostbusters. And, you know, I'm, I'm the key master or the gatekeeper. And, and um, Rick Moranis' character there. But I've got the power to open that door and let anybody into my house. Now, yeah, they can kick the door down, but but most of the time when someone comes into my house, and by most of the time, I mean, I can't think of a time where it wasn't, that they go through the door because the door is unlocked or they've got access to it. And most frequently, it's because I've let them in. I've said, come into my house, come into my safety come into my area where I feel protected, come in, my invitation. And what do we do when the devil's knocking at the door? Do we look out the window in horror and close the blinds and bolt the, the deadbolts and, and say, no, stay out? Or do we open the door and go and get our money and buy those cookies or whatever it is that might happen to call to you and you know this is a show ostensibly about recovery issues. So whatever it is that your addiction is, if it's a bottle or a bag or spending money or gambling or pornography, whatever it is, what is it that's making it so that you answer when the devil's knocking on the door? <clears throat> what is that temptation that calls to us? And how do we fight that temptation? Because I will be honest with you people, sometimes I want to lean into that. My initial reaction with the Girl Scouts, you don't need cookies, man. You're already too fat. My, I got, my, my, my wedding ring leaves a big mark on my finger. If I, I just pulled it down a little bit and it's, it's like a huge dent in my finger that's you know a millimeter or two deep. I look great from the front, but if I turn sideways, <laughs> I've got an interesting body shape. So I didn't need the cookies, but I wanted the cookies. I wanted those cookies. And that want quickly outweighed my rational thinking and saying, I don't need to have more sweets. And honestly, about an hour and a half before I recorded the show, what was I doing? I was sitting on the couch watching television with my wife and eating 
Girl Scout cookies that I don't need, but that I want. And it's just that power. And, and I don't know if it's, you know, scientifically, you could probably tell me, yeah, it's the sugar and sugar is a very addictive substance. And, and I get the sugar and I want the sugar and I need the sugar. And I don't know from that, but I do know that I, <laughs> I was not able to resist the cookies. And I had told myself last week, you know what? I'm going to start my eating plan the day after the Super Bowl. I'm going to go ahead and, and lean into the Super Bowl. But I'll, after that, I'll do it. And, and today I went to McDonald's twice with a friend. And granted, the friend was driving and we went out of town and, and he enjoys McDonald's. So, you know, there's some of that. But, but I went to McDonald's twice. I came home and I made dinner for myself and I made French toast. And then I washed it down with Girl Scout cookies. And, and here's the irony, a diet root beer. <laughs> I, I saved those calories on the soda, people. <clears throat> I put I put real syrup on the pancake or the French toast. I put real powdered sugar underneath that syrup. But I I, I did have myself a, a an A and W zero sugar root beer. So you know balance the scales out there. I guess. But it's difficult. It is difficult to fight those urges to just want to. For me, in this instance, to snack. But it can be anything. It can be whatever your issue is. And I'm not here to, to rate issues as higher or lower or harder or easier. Your issue is your issue. And when that's the issue, it gets you. And it, it, it's the same, though, across the board for whatever it is. That desire grabs us, grips us, and sometimes winds up winning and taking control of us. which is um, not awesome. But it's one of those it is what it is things. And in my case, it is that those cookies won. Well, listen, we'll talk more about the devil knocking at our door after the break. But what I want to do right now is I want to take a, a quick 90-second break, give you our song of the week. This is a new artist that I was not familiar with. I was, went and searched for for some new artists um, <clears throat> in the Christian fold. And I found this guy named Ivan Thiva. I believe that's that's how I'm pronouncing it, T-H-E-V-A, Ivan Thiva. This is a song called Gardens. So I'm gonna give you about 90 seconds of it. I'll be back on the other side to talk about the song and to talk more about the devil knocking on your door. So for right now, here's 90 seconds of Ivan Thiva.
So that was a very different kind of a song. He's got this voice that part of it, he's singing in this falsetto and then he comes down into his natural range. And the first thing I thought as he was singing in that natural range is the band Hothouse Flowers that was a band that I used to listen to a lot in the 90s, um, but they're still around. They are uh, from um, uh, somewhere in the UK there. I I, I don't want to say if it's uh, uh, Irish. Uh, Yeah, Ireland. I'm looking here in in, uh, Dublin. Uh, But their singer, Liam, and I'm going to butcher the name here, Maonlay, M-A-O-N-L-A-I. Uh, anyhow, Liam, uh, that voice is just very similar. So check out Hot House Flowers and check out uh, Ivan Thiva, and, and the voice is just so similar. But <clears throat> I was struck too by the sparseness of it, just that very underproduced sound I really liked. Um, and in in one of the verses, it says, all of the things I was searching for, I found in you. And I thought, oh, that's the Girl Scout at the door. That's the devil knocking at the door again. It's, it's you know, I've been searching for these things and I find them in Christ. In my faith, in my trust in God, that's where I find the things that I need and the things that I want. And I won't sit here and lie to you and say that, you know, my life when I was living in a season of sin, that I didn't enjoy that sin because let's face it, sin can be fun. But the 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 side effects of sin are catastrophic. And they're not fun. Today, I was in my kitchen and... Bev was somewhere else in the house and I just started making weird noise. I, I don't remember what I said. I, I I put my hand in front of my mouth and I said something. I don't know if I said cough or laugh or something. I I, I said a word that was in action. And she said, what, what is with my husband? And I said, I, I honestly can't tell you. It's just I get overcome by the desire to just make a weird noise and I make it. And she said, you know, Before you got in trouble and when you were hiding all your secrets, you didn't do this stuff. But now you do and I I can tell that that means you feel more at ease. And I had never really considered that. And I was kind of blown away by it. But what I need is in Christ. What I need, I find in my faith. Not in my religion, but in my faith. Because the religion will let you down. Listen, people, you go to church and the the pastor will say something or do something that doesn't ring true to you or that, that bothers you in a way that's not... Uh, I mean, sometimes the pastor will bother us and that's a good thing. We should be challenged. But sometimes... Uh, you know, they just, they might say something obnoxious or rude or just, I've been in several services where that's happened to me. So I know that that can happen, but that's not where we find it. We don't find it in the guy standing up front with the fancy shoes. We find it, the guy sitting upstairs with the simple shoes, 
who's willing to wash our feet, who's willing to take us as we are and to offer us all those things that we have been searching for in a way that's better than we were looking for it. You know, I wasn't searching for porn when I was searching for porn. I was searching for something to fill a void in my soul. I was searching for reassurance. I was searching for comfort, for ease, to, to, to numb the pain that I was feeling. That's what I was searching for. And I was trying to use pornography to heal myself from the pain, to, to numb myself, to mute the pain in my life. I was trying to use this and, and whatever it is that we're using, whether it's Girl Scout cookies or whatever, we're trying to, to use the wrong tool to accomplish a job. But God's got the right tool to accomplish the job. When I was working on my building, sometimes I didn't have the right tool for the job. This building was put together by a, a fellow who did things in a very different way. It was definitely, it reminded me of my father, whatever screw or nut or whatever was pulled out of the jar that was the collection, that's what got used. And so you can't just grab a, a screwdriver and go around and unscrew things. Sometimes you need a flathead, sometimes you need a Phillips, sometimes you need just is whatever, it's a hodgepodge. And if you don't have the right tool, you won't get the right thing done. It doesn't work as well as when you have the right tool. So if I'm searching for comfort and peace, if that's what I'm truly searching for, and I think that's what we're always searching for, is peace, comfort, because I think everything springs from those. Then we've got to have the right tool to do it. And, and those addictions that I cling to are not the right tools. They just bring that season of fun, that season of, of happiness or joy or, or bliss. But then there's the side effect. I've never been much of a drinker, but when I was in college, I would drink and, and there were a handful of times where I would drink too much and I thought I was having fun and then I would wind up spending the night vomiting and blowing things out my nose that didn't belong in my nose in the first place <clears throat> and then having spins and feeling nauseous for the next day and hungover and just miserable and it wasn't worth the moments of air quotes happiness that I had the night before. Our addictions and acting on our addictions rarely give us what we're looking for for very long at all. And then we're left with regret, resentments, anger, depression, all these things that, that don't sound like happiness, contentment, and joy that God is willing to give us. He's willing to give it to us. He's willing to give it to me. He's willing to give it to you. Am I willing to take it? Will I run to the door and buy what Jesus is selling or giving away for free as quickly as I ran to go get money to pay for the Girl Scout cookies? That's the question. That's the big question is what do we do when the devil knocks at the door? Do we answer it? Do we say, get behind me, Satan? 
Do we lean on Christ instead? Do we act like this song gardens says, you know, and, and everything that I need, I find in you. Do we say it and believe it? Or are we just saying it? Because that's the big question. I guess that's the big question. Well, I'm going to leave you with that question and let you ponder that. Share this show with other people. Let them ponder the question as well. Send them to our website, messituppodcast.com, or just send them a link. Wherever you're listening to this, there's going to be a little button there where you can send a link. There's also probably going to be a little button there where you can rate this this show and uh, and give us a review. That really, really helps people. It really does. There's There's lots of podcasts out there. And the best way for us to make a noise is for you to make the noise for us. One man yelling in a stadium can barely be heard, but a hundred thousand people screaming in a stadium makes a very loud noise. So help me add your voices to my voice and let more people know about the show. Send me some songs of the week suggestions at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or just text them to me. It's a song of the week suggestion, and the number is 760-608-1942. Be looking on Instagram for our uh, new shirt designs coming soon. And I just, I thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, I hope that you have a great Valentine's Day. Oh, I told you I would talk to you about Valentine's Day. So before I go, let me give you a quick thing. I, I've, I've never been a huge guy for Valentine's Day. Um partially because I didn't want to have to buy something. But I also didn't like the idea that one day out of the year I was supposed to show this person how much I loved them. And then I guess presumably the rest of the year I can just kick back. So I told my wife when we first started dating, I said, look, I don't do Valentine's Day. I will try to love you all year long unless you just want me that one day, you know, February 14th. Like I can show you all the love in the world that day and then the rest of the year I'll take off. So we just don't do much for Valentine's Day. Now I'm saying that works for us. I'm not going to tell you it works for you. If if your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is, uh, if they if they you know are expecting something on Valentine's Day from you, uh, you know maybe it's not a bad idea. My my son-in-law brings flowers home to his wife every year, so I'm, I'm saying that might not be a bad idea uh, to do that. Make sure if you skip Valentine's Day that the person knows about it in advance. Don't throw it on them on Valentine's Day. And I'm not talking about today is February 13th, so you can give it to them a day in advance. I'm talking about maybe Valentine's 2025, you take off. But this year, if you haven't made an announcement, go ahead and just celebrate. Get the card, get the gift, um, and share some love with someone. Um, I hope that you have a great Valentine's Day. I hope that you have a beautiful February. Uh, we're halfway through the month already, people. Halfway through the second month of the year. Next week, stepping into birthday week for me. You know I love my birthday. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that you guys have a great week, a great day. Share the show with people. I love you. And I'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.